And we do our community stories segment. We've got guests from the community in, as we love to have every Wednesday at this time. And with me this morning, I have Melanie Schmidt, who is Community Enrichment, and Audra Nissen-Boyer, who's the Director of Community Education. Good morning, ladies. Good morning. Good Thanks morning. It's so good to see you. Of course, you're both in today. I love it that you're both here today because community education is such an important part of what we do here yeah. in the area. How long has community education even been a thing? Oh my goodness. So the Department of Community Education is a department of Mankato Area Public Schools. And in the state of Minnesota, community education was created in 1970. Really? That long? It was wow. legislative action. Um, and that is a fairly unique existence. Community education exists in other states, but it does not exist as a result of legislated action um, through the Department of Education. So we were a part of the Minnesota Miracle, if you remember that legislative package from a long time ago. Okay, so it's funded through the the school system then, since you said a part of the school district. So you're like an arm or a branch. We are. We like calling ourselves an arm of the school district. Exactly right. right. And and so you're the overall director. Correct. And I don't know how long you've been doing that. This is my 11th school year of being in Mankato. Okay, and Melanie's been here for a long time. Uh, since 96, March, uh, <laughs> uh, since 1996, I, I came on board in the department, and I've had a few different roles. Yeah, I knew uh, that, because I was going to say, because I've known you, well, for a long time. <laughs> exactly, and and I have to say, Karen, it doesn't seem that long. It's, it's, it's gone by. fast, <laughs> because community education is always changing, mm-hmm. and we always meet new families and, and well, gain new opportunities. Maybe we could talk a little bit about how, how it has changed. You know, I think when I was first made mainly introduced was when we had kids. So back in the early 2000s, we had a son who was on the autism spectrum and got him involved in things like the autism camp and things like that that were put out by the the community education and other programs mm-hmm. and you know things like the fencing and or epi mm-hmm. was it, what is that's fencing right yeah yes. other things the boys have been involved in but it's changed through the years in terms of what kinds of things you offer Could, i don't know, either one of you go back and talk about how it's evolved well i think um melanie is the best person to talk okay. about how her programmatic <laughs> yeah. area has evolved yeah. i think an important piece to introduce into this, since this is sort of our launch of being on the radio with you, is um, our goal is to share all that the department does. And so over the course of the next few months, you're going to have other people from the department on talking about the specific programmatic areas where we serve. Um, There are two terms that, whether we like them or not, they stick. One of them is we serve all of the students that are not served in a community or that are not served in a K-12 classroom. So if you see something that's happening in a school district that isn't in a K-12 classroom, it's most likely coming out of our department. And then there's a fun little catchphrase that a lot of people like to say is we do everything womb to tomb. Well, that is true. You know, now that I think about it, you've got programs for all ages and abilities. We really do. Yeah. And so you will eventually hear from all of Melanie's peers, but today you get to hear from Melanie and all of the great things that she uh, is engaging in um, and how that has changed over the course of her career. Well, so you mentioned you were here at 96 was the year I I came on board as a part-time employee. So what was it like when you first started, Melanie, and what kinds of things did you do as a, compared with now, what sorts of things are offered today? Right. Um, Well, I, I think the best way to describe that in in terms of my career is enrichment we operate in trends uh and and trends meaning what's popular for youth or popular for families as far as interests but it also addresses 
what's trending in society. And and when you hear from my peers in the department over the next couple of months, you'll see that what what's going on out in the workforce or what's going on at home with working parents or what's going on as far as as needs that are evolving in our in our city or our region, community ed needs to be responsive to that. And if it's a niche we can can fill, we certainly will. And that's going to range from anything related to helping uh, adults get their GED credential or work uh, toward workforce development. That's our adult learning department. Or if it's, uh, you know, before we got on the air, Karen, we were talking about COVID and about getting people back to society and back to, um, you know, engaging with peers. So how do we do that? We open a pottery lab. We open a crafting lab. Uh, Sure, we have fencing classes for the kids. Some of those activities have been what I call timeless. I was offering fencing classes at the beginning of my career, chess classes (laughs) that your sons did, I might add, (laughs) early in in my career, and Saturday I'm going to be engaged in another one. Those things are timeless. They they continue on through the years, through the decades. But there's things like trends, like, things like pickleball, I'm sure, was never something <laughs> even in anybody's mind back when you never started. Never heard of pickleball when right. I started my career. And and that's why so many of us in, enjoy this work and have a lot of longevity. My peers, both in, in this department and across the state, there's a lot of longevity because this isn't a career where you're going to find yourself bored. Right. Because okay. no sooner do you figure out what pickleball is and wrap your head around that and, and how you're going to engage community in, in that rising sport, but then you're going you're gonna to turn around and, uh, and there's going to be something completely new. Uh, and every day there's um, new needs of students, well, like we were talking about before we got on the air, um, we meet families that have very unique needs, and sometimes we're able to customize a package or a camp or a class that really addresses those needs. And, well, it, you know, yeah. autism was not something you dealt with back then either. We never knew really what it was until more, well, recent. Yeah. When I was in college, I, I graduated from MSU. Mm-hmm. So that's where I studied here before working in Mankato. And as I was sitting in my education classes, I was hearing about autism and Asperger's. And and taking it in, mm-hmm. and there's nothing like being in the workforce and and really meeting families and and getting to know the whole student and and you know um, with community ed as as Audra said we're we're part of Mankato area public schools so the K twelve teachers are our peers our colleagues our supports um, you know when we when we need advice. That's who we're going to go to um, to talk and to to try to figure out how we can best serve the the whole student. We're a team, um, you know. Our adult uh, um, adult basic edge ed department is is working with our secondary principals on diploma completion. I mean, we we want to see our graduates uh, from Mankato Area Public Schools go forth into the workforce. Sure. Uh, we want them to go forth and use our enrichment opportunities 
for social engagement, for wellness engagement. We want them to play pickleball. We want them to take yoga classes with us. When they have children of their own, we want them to find early learning uh, because the whole life through community ed uh, will be here uh, for, for all the stages, uh, for, for both the parents, the adult, and the children. And if it's okay, Karen, I'd, I'd like to tell you how um, we're able to even recognize some of the people that have helped us to, to do this work. Because while we're employees and, and right. while we have some work-related uh, responsibilities that we carry, did you know about the Spirit of Youth Awards? Did I we think ever I've tell heard, you about I that? I think it's been going on for a few years, right? It has. And I, I think I've, I've I've recognized some of the kids that have maybe got that. Let's let's talk a yeah. little bit about that, Audra, if you want to. Well, I think it's a beautiful segue that Melanie talks about the work that she has experienced, the experiences she's had during her time um, of working for community education, and the fact that this very award exists because of Melanie. And she would not let me say that unless we were on the air. So Yay. I'm super glad I have that Good opportunity. Good job, Melanie. Um, but we are celebrating our 10th year of the Spirit of Youth Awards that are sponsored by our Community Education Advisory Council. So community members who serve in an advisory capacity to help us do the daily operations of, of everything that comes out of the department. There's an annual um, award that's given to people, and it's focused on healthy youth development. So I'm just going to read a little bit that articulates what it really is. It's recognizing youth and adults, district staff members, and community stakeholders who have contributed to building assets and youth over the course of the last year. The award is competitive, and the recipients are a true reflection of all that is great about Mankato Area Public Schools and our community. It's, as I mentioned, celebrating our 10th anniversary, and so we, over the course of the last 10 years, have had s numerous individuals who've received this award. Um, people nominate them, many more nominate than receive, and so um, there are a lot of people in the community over the course of time. I wanted to ask you, because I was involved when I was working at uh, Emanuel St. Joseph's Hospital at the time in community relations, there was a group that was all about asset building. Yep, Mankato Area Healthy Youth. Yes, Mankato Area Healthy Youth, and I was involved with some leadership involved with that way back when, and so this seems like this is kind of a continuation, because I remember back then thinking, they're putting all these effort in, they did all these studies about what the students need yeah. and I thought I hope this ju just doesn't kind of disappear so I'm <sighs> so glad to hear that this is continuing so th is this sort of developed out of that in some way uh, Mankato area healthy youth or MAHI for those yes. listeners out there that still remember that empowering youth yes. empowering mm -hmm. youth youth asset building yep. um, for for listeners out there who raised children in the 90s mm -hmm. you probably went to uh, the Mardi Gras Festival yes. And yes. at the mm -hmm. Civic Center uh, it was called the Civic mm -hmm. Center back yes. in in the 90s um, and you're right, Karen. Uh, there was a grassroots organization. Yeah. Uh, Region 9 had grant uh, monies flowed through Region 9 Development Commission, and we were able to grant nonprofits um, opportunities to do um, healthy youth yeah. development work um, throughout the, the Mankato area. And one of uh, the funded projects in that time was um, the Spirit of Youth Awards. Oh, now, I didn't realize that was directly. It, it was involved. still a. It was still um, an award. Um, well, Mahi and and those funds um, over time did uh, 
to dry up. Right. You know, that happens with, with those types of funds. They're around for a while. Uh, we were able to do a lot of great work throughout our community to help as many families as we could through those years. But, um, you know, that's community ed too. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes we have to have the courage to, to say that um, that happened. We did that. And, and now it's a new time when programs need to change. Now, that, those funds dried up and that, uh, that award um, would have dried up with it. Oh. Um, but uh, f- when Audra came on board 11 years ago, um, I, I told we were, we, Audra was a director in sure. the area, not, mm-hmm. not just in Mankato, but in the Wasika area. And we both had strong uh, memories mm-hmm. and of, of the good programming that mm-hmm. Mahi provided and what Spirit of Youth provided. So I, I definitely wanted to see Mankato area public schools still be able to honor outstanding individuals that continue to carry that torch. Right. Um, so Audra suggested that we get our community at advisory council involved and make this theirs and an annual recognition event that we could effectively host in Mankato, but it would fall under our community ed department now. Sure. Um, so it, it got a, a, a whole new life, uh, a whole new rebirth, a whole new uh, set of leaders in our community education advisory council. And then Karen, dozens and dozens and dozens of applications over the the last 10 years and memories of, you know, of, of folks, uh, kids and adults, uh, groups and individuals that we were able to recognize. And, and sadly, some that we were not, that we were able to read really outstanding applications. And that's my least favorite part, of course, (laughs) of this work is um, when we, when we receive nominations, it's become very competitive. Can you give an example of some of the the people or projects or groups that have been a part of this and what sorts of things they have done? Yes. Uh, well, I'm I'm going to embarrass one of my MAPS peers. <laughs> um, so Akram Osman, mm-hmm. uh, who is now uh, Dakota Meadows Middle School principal. Sure. Okay. Akram was a graduate of Mankato East High School. Okay. He went on to study and he went on to be a special educator and a coach mm-hmm. with Mankato Area Public Schools, much beloved. Mm-hmm. And he became an example of an ideal candidate, um, an and ideal that was in 2016. 2016. Okay. He was um, honored uh, for his work of coaching and teaching. Akram went away uh, to the metro area to work on his career as a principal. And then um, this fall in 2022, he began his uh, return to Mankato Area pu- Public Schools as principal of Dakota Meadows Middle School. That's exciting. So, yeah. you know, um, I'm looking at the list and there's so many memories um, yeah. of, of young people. And, and we've also received some pretty uh, significant media attention. Yes. There was a year, I believe it was in 15, no, what year was it? The no. James the Gang. The James Gang, I don't know. So 
I think this is bringing back memories here. Channel 11 News out of the Twin Cities Mm -hmm. picked up on their story and did a a Boyd Hooper. It's land of 10,000 stories about these uh, he and I were in 4-H together. So oh, how yeah, fun yeah, is that? Yeah, he's a great guy. About a group of Franklin Elementary students who um, represented each other and took care of each other. Um, and um, why they did that was a, is a beautiful story about friendship um, and an unusual friendship. Um, I remember that, this. Yeah. Yes. And that then made national news because it got picked up by the Today Show. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, I and and just so unexpected. I yeah. their their fifth grade teacher nominated these boys, um, and it was just a beautiful story. I mean, I get I, I'm getting older, Karen, and I just <laughs> everything makes me emotional. But uh, for for on that day in May, um, this year it'll be May 24th, and this year it's it's going to be an emotional rush of so many years. Uh, of so many people, yeah, you know that. So, are, are you looking for up. nominees right now? Is we that kind are of, looking for because nominees. I assume that you, you know, we're chatting yeah. about this. It's a great thing. So, yeah. let's talk about what qualifies someone, or what sorts of things do you look for? In the, I mean, is it just youth that can get this, or is it people oh, that work with no. youth, or all of the above, Karen? Okay, um, it's the womb to tomb. <laughs> yep. <laughs> if if you fall categorically between womb to tomb. You are a candidate. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, we recognize, this is the cool part though, Karen. We recognize individuals, groups, youth, or adults. Mm-hmm. Okay. Businesses. Businesses or nonprofits even. That's wonderful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, you know, we're really looking for uh, the organization or the individual that goes beyond mm-hmm. <coughs> a, a, com- a compelling story of action over the course of the last year is really what we're looking. Is it for. just over the last year or over their kind of their? Well, history? they're representing their career, but sure. On an annual basis, we recognize a group of people that is currently engaged in sure. healthy youth okay. development. Right. Yes, yes. So, um, you know, right now applications or nominations are being accepted. Um, so what do you need to do? Do, do you go online? Do you call yeah. you? Or what, yeah. what happens? You can go online very simply. And maybe, Karen, um, I could give a website if, if folks wanted to grab a, um, a sheet of paper or a note. Really simple. MankatoCER.com. MankatoCER.com. That's our website. Stands, stands for Community for Education Recreation. Recreation. Okay. MankatoCER.com. And then you're going to want to search Spirit of Youth Award. Now, if you're not techie, if you, <laughs> if you <laughs> prefer not to fill out online uh, tools, uh, give me a call. You, they can, give you me can a send call. them some paper. Give me a call. I will make this work for you. Uh, Melanie Schmidt at Community Education. Our phone number is 507-387-5501, 507-387-5501. Check us out on the website. Uh, folks, the Google form is very easy. It's very easy. I mean, do you just give a name? Do you give what they've done? Do you contact them or how does that work? Because maybe they say, well, I know somebody that's done a lot, but maybe I don't know everything. Yeah, uh, what my advice, my advice, if if you, you know, if your wheels are turning, if you're at home thinking, oh, this would be a perfect person, um, you know, you might need some help. You might need, if you conceptualize an idea or conceptualize a person, you might have to, you know, 
talk with maybe their colleagues at at their school or in the community and and get a little bit more detail because folks this award has become really competitive <laughs> it has so um so if you feel really strongly about your 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 nominee here's what i'm going to invite everybody to do call me and and let's talk about your your nominee and and why you sure, would like to it. see them youth or adult group or individual why you feel they're deserving of this award and, and there's I the different categories you. so yep. so mm-hmm. as you mentioned so it's yep. not just one person each year it's it's several whether it's the group the business yeah. the yeah. individual yeah exactly okay so i can coach you over the phone uh, or in person if you want to come and see me at lincoln community center and i can give you some good tips on the kinds of uh, the kind of information we would need to see on the nomination yeah. for this to be a, a viable candidate. Sure. Because uh, I'll, I'll tell you very, very briefly over the air what mistake um, maybe some mm-hmm. individuals mm-hmm. have made over the year. Um, if, um, you know, uh, if Audra wanted to nominate, nominate me, she would say, oh, Melanie, you know. She's she, great. She's great. And, and she's worked here for a long time, you know, and she's... She does a lot for for community education. Well, that's, that's my job. Enough. That's yeah. my job. Yeah, yeah. I, <laughs> I, I need to take care of of, of the people. You right. know, I need to. And, and a lot of those jobs um, in, as teachers and as community ed people and as nonprofit uh, leaders, your job description does require you to do all to those do that. things. So it's so, above so and beyond. Above and beyond. And I'm mm-hmm. able to just talk with a person and say, now, Audra, um, you know, tell me about this person and, and tell me why specifically, um, you know, you feel so strongly. And then we're able to kind of dig into specific examples of, of times when this individual has gone or, re- or routinely and habitually goes well beyond the um, the standard of of their work and 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 really make some impact and it's it takes very it takes very little conversation Karen before those lights come on and people are like oh yeah. okay I got it you know and so is it about people who are impacting youth though so Correct. yep yeah. it, this is a youth award so their work does need to be um, about about youth okay. or or helping youth and when's the deadline and um i would like those uh to be received by march 1st by march 1st okay so they got a little time so we've got a little bit of time and then what happens do you get you know a big prize (laughs) you jump out of a box and say wow look at you won well that's something we could do for our 10th anniversary we could have somebody (laughs) jump out of a box that would be really fun i think everybody (laughs) knows you it should be you With balloons, Balloon, well, if they're latex free, uh, <laughs> yes, because okay. we are we are in a school district property. We gotcha. We celebrate at the historic Lincoln Community Center Theater. Mm. That's the home of of yeah. the Spirit of Youth Awards. We celebrate every spring. This year, the award will be presented in a public ceremony on May the twenty fourth. Okay, that's a Wednesday evening, six um, p.m. six p.m. at Lincoln Community Center in the auditorium. And uh, that is free and open to the public. That is when we we present each of our nominees with a plaque, okay, uh, designed by um, peers in our school district using our our district mm-hmm. 
uh, property or or resources. So it's super fun. Um, and, And the whole month of May, Karen, we are blasting social media with um, recognition of these these honorees. Um, so we're really using our tools. We've really gotten very active on Instagram in the last few months. Facebook, sure. Uh, we're we 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 try to be very very current in our in the ways that we reach our public, and uh, we shower these individuals with praise. Uh, and then we follow up with with recognition. If you if when you're flipping through your winter community ed guide, which it's, I'm sure everyone is is browsing, looking and it's for also online, by the way. Yep, online, yes. there's there's mention of Spirit of Youth Awards on page four of the current uh, brochure that is is um, circulating now uh, in digital format. Uh, you can see our 2022 honorees. So uh, it's you could even take a look at some names. I'm sure. Uh, when you look at that list, you'll you'll see some folks that you know or programs that you recognize. Like I'm thinking about winter right now, and last spring, uh, Mark Zink of Mankato West, the the Vex Robotics program. Mm-hmm. So um, now that it's January, that's robotics fever has hit. <laughs> right. Um, in fact, I need to go back to my office and register another team for the state tournament who <laughs> that has qualified. Well, that's you know, great. so you know all these things. So um, uh, make your nominations. Think about think. Look around. Uh, or at the people around you. Um, um, I know that all of our individuals over the years are very humble. They they do this work. They do what they do not because they're probably embarrassed to be recognized. Oh, they by that are. Some of them are. They are. They're. I I call them. I let them know that they're receiving this they say, award. Oh, no, and they're like, <laughs> no, really. <laughs> and 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 I and and there is a humility, and there is mm-hmm. there is almost a, an embarrassment that of how they're they're viewed, and and I just always reassure them that. Hey, you know, you're letting this community know that we live in a really great place. Well, I am glad that you were talking about this. I hope people will take advantage. Uh, March 1st is the deadline. Mm -hmm. Go to Community Education, Mankato. CER.com and find out more information. I just wanted, before we go, just to to ask um, Audra uh, just something else, Mm -hmm. just to what are the next steps? Where are you seeing Community Ed going? Is there anything in the pipeline that we should know about? Yeah. Thanks for that question, Karen. Um, You will later this spring hear from, again, Mel's um, teammates, one of whom is our early learning um, director. And that's an area where we're really excited because we're opening a building for all of our early childhood services. The the former MRCI MRCI building just right down the road here. Um, It'll be the first time in the history of Mankato Area Public Schools that all of our... um, Hi. That's my son saying hello. That's so great. (laughs) Um, All of our early childhood staff will be in one building. And so it will allow us to really develop opportunities for engaging our community and our young community in ways that they currently are not being able to be engaged because we just don't have the space. Superintendent Peterson has talked about what a great thing this is going to be and how it's starting out, you know, just a little bit and it's expanding tremendously. Yeah. Yeah. So in uh, this coming fall will be the launch of everyone... Um, so we will have um, preschool, ECFE, 
and wraparound services to those entities. So the ability for a family to receive daycare at that site wow, as well. Wow, that's amazing. So that will be phase two. In a phase three, there's going to be gym space for community and we're really, really looking forward to Well, it. I look forward to having more folks come on. Like you said, you'll be continuing to come on the shows in the next few months and mm-hmm. we'll chat about all these things. Thank you. We've been chatting with Melanie Schmidt and Audra Nissen Boyer, and they are both with the Community Education Program here in Mankato doing some wonderful things. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much. And again, go to MankatoCER.com to find out more information. I appreciate your time, ladies. Thank, Thank you, you so much. Thank you. Yeah. This is fun. Yeah, it's great. Can't wait to hear more from you. Take Absolutely. care. Absolutely.